is religion information true? I've studied religions all my life since a very young child as I was taken to church and see all the performances listen to all the songs and always was surprised where did they come from who created them what is the source of all of this is there a source so I went on and on and on getting older visiting many countries visiting temples mosques monasteries and everything and everywhere I came across the same kind of things the same traditions which differ in culture which differ in sentence and in expression we all know that all religions have passed down to us by generations of men who read the informations of generations before that and gave this information their personal interpretation and did pass it on to the next generation. Religion has always been a male thing and females were not involved in the reading, remembering and interpretation of any religion in the world. During my studies of religions and the human nature I felt always a suspicion that something might be not correct and one of it is why it's always the male who pass it on. As we males do not have a very good memory. So let me explain this more clear. We all know the game of Chinese whisper or telephone, where players form a line and then the first player comes up with a message and whispers it into the ear of the second person in line. The second player repeats the method to the third player and so on and so on. When we know the original information and we hear the last information, we find that there is often so much different inside that it's not very easy to find the original information back. Passing information through generations will transfer the original message even more. All information in every religion did go through the same channels of male editing willingly or unwillingly their own information to the originally and transferred the first message until it became completely transferred. So the transformation of a message must be significant. 
And the problem with transferring information through a mail channel is that of the egos of all those people into the received information, there's still a lot of pretension that that does not happen. Go to a church, a monastery, a temple, mosque, or any other holy place, and you will find a man standing or sitting there giving his personal vision of the scriptures. And this is going on for centuries and will probably continue for a long time. But any scientist, person who studies scriptures, or expert, will agree that the information we have now is altered by the past and therefore changed by the people who did pass it on. This fact influences the reliability of the information that all religions bring to us. When all information is altered by time and persons from the original into the current scriptures, what is left from the originals? Some scientists have made it their life's work to find the original scriptures and have combined powers with archaeologists to discover the hidden treasures of these scriptures. These studies have delivered many valuable documents and old texts, but never any original has been discovered. Why did we not discover original text? That's a valuable question. The main reason is that during the original events of the so-called holy people, there was nobody around who took interest or had the ability to write it down. In general, the first texts were written down a long time after the holy people had passed away, and the events were passed from generation to generation in an oral way, meaning mouth to mouth. Between the original events and the first writing was approximate time between 100 and 400 years. This is an astonishing amount of time where people did use only oral ways of passing on based on memory and family line. Now I ask you to take a little time to imagine the circumstances of people of about 2000 years ago. Everybody was busy with the daily survival. There was a constant struggle between the people who had things and who had less or nothing at all. It was a time where transportation was only on foot or by horse and the travel distance was short. At that time there was no TV, radio, newspaper or any other mass media and the days and nights were filled with work and talks. In some countries 
there were messengers who brought the news from one place to another and made their work out of that. To keep the news interesting, they combined it with songs, lyrics, poetry, or other things to make people interested. All these messengers got influenced by the ruling dictators and the landlords who demanded a claim in the history for their heroic deeds. These messengers were often equipped with a combination of entertainment, information, threats of dictators or rulers, music and sometimes even trade. The listener was a customer as the messenger needed them to pay and donate money for food as they could not live for free on charity alone. At a certain moment in time, there were groups of people who took the messages seriously and saw an opportunity to set up religious houses, which later were converted into meeting places and places of worship. Every place of worship needed an income and at the time they were not particularly generous with money and goods, so charity was rare. In the beginning they had to work hard on their land, use magic or attract customers and sold products of any kind. Otherwise they could not keep their buildings, they could not keep their livings. Every religion started as a form of a business to get customers and keep them involved with their ideas. So they had to give some form of entertainment. One of the most important facts of these times was the fact that the people of those religious houses were known for their magic, their secret wisdom, social and physical help, such as social work and healthcare situations, and the fact that they had a direct connection with gods. One of the most important part of all religions is that the followers are in fear and they seek refuge at places they expect help and comfort for their problems. Religion is a very important form of demand and supply. This leads directly to science and the truth. Many people opposing religion use science as a defense for their disbelief in religion. But how right are they? Science on itself had become a religion to many people who follow it as they believe that science is based on facts. But this science is based on temporary agreements and not on solid facts. If things were completely rock solid facts, they would never change. But science is changing all the time. We call that development. When we take a step back and become an observer of science and religion, we can see that both are based on assumption of how we observe and comprehend everything around us. 
both are developing and changing all the time. Religious matters change by interpretation and the idea is that they will finally end up coming together into one understanding. Science will develop by experiments, research and developments and we become smarter and smarter but will probably never end. For this podcast I would like to give you a temporary conclusion that we all need to take religion with a doses of skepticism and do not take science as a pure fact. Stay alert on all knowing people who pretend to be in contact with the supernatural or have extraordinary gifts of knowledge or call themselves experts in a field of science. All these people are there to make some kind of profit for themselves or their communities and we should respect them for doing so but never give them full trust in the fact that they are the solution of all problems in life. I hope you will respond to this. Warm greetings. I'm out.